This is the Green Strength Podcast with Lucius Tyree IV, where the mission is building strength, enhancing performance, and uplifting consciousness. So tune in with the mind, body, and spirit, and let's get moving. 100%. That's a, it's like, look, I might, I don't want to count yeah. reps and stuff. That's a weird thing, counting reps. It's a weird thing, because I do, I don't mind counting reps mm-hmm. and like keeping control of shit. When it's like the right person. Right. Like when I have somebody that's like invested into exercise and I'm mm-hmm. actually training them. Yeah. And I have a guy that I'm working with now, Joe. And Joe's just like, I can tell he gets so into it mm-hmm. and he's thinking so much. It's like, oh, no, no, one, two. I'll sit there and count because he'll never stop. Yeah. Or he'll, you know, he's just not keeping track. But all the other shit, I'm like, count your fucking reps. Yeah. Count your reps. <laughs> what, do you, what do you need? Should we go there? There we go. But yeah, you don't need me to walk you through everything. Yeah. And well, you did powerlifting before? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We can talk about all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, I feel like we need like a good entrance song. We need like an entrance song for you almost. (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. What would be your walkout song? My walkout song? I don't know. I would love to say it's something like super tough, but I had this dream of walking out to like a Spice Girl song in a boxing match or something <laughs> when I was like boxing way more than I do now. Uh, I was I thinking like some Chelsea think. Wolf. Oh my God. Oh, see, I look you at, know what? I landed it there's right there. uh, also, there's a, um, a song called dark stone by Holy Fawn that yeah. Dallas plays all the time that has this just really sick intro i don't How know do you it's, think i got down with chelsea Wolf <laughs> i was gonna say you you mentioned Deranged. that and i'm like oh, man oh, she's yeah she's awesome well then you listen to uh emma ruth rundle i yes. hope of course yes. amazing yeah so he, he's gotten me on some really good music do you like amon Ra? yes yes oh man he's gotten me on that, all that stuff so that was our first date he played that for me and Whoa. I was like almost in tears. It takes a lot for honestly for music to move me to tears and Amon Ra is like full emotional. Now, we hold listened. On, hold on. I don't know who any now, of these Jeff, people are oh you're talking gosh. to. Jeff, tell the world who we have here right now before <laughs> we break this down. Oh man. I'm super excited here on the Green Strength Podcast this week. We are joined by Naomi Earls with Hurtcraft Deep Tissue Therapy. And man, this is, we're going deep, deep into the tissue (laughs) on this episode. Absolutely. Yeah. And we really do appreciate you giving us some time because this is going to be a fun one to talk about something that, uh, you are obviously have a lot of hands-on experience with. I'm the puns are just going to keep on coming. The name of the business is really good for it. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. That is true. So yeah, we're joining and, um, you know, to kind of get started, you currently live in Austin, but you're relocating to Oklahoma City here pretty soon. So you're going to be yes. one of our neighbors. Yeah, I've been in Austin um, for 11 years and coming up here monthly, kind of splitting time for the last nine months. And now uh, next month, I'll be full-time Oklahoma City, ready to spread the word, <laughs> get get people yeah. in on this. It's pretty, it's pretty known in Austin. So, yeah. Well, the cool thing I love about body workers um i like to call them like body artists body artists i think yeah. artists is so the much art better. of massage therapy yeah. yes um but the thing i love about it is like you are completely mobile if you have a good practice mm-hmm. and you do a, a great job with what you do then 
it's very, I don't want to say it's easy, but it is very easy to kind of right. develop your people because we live in a life where no matter what, mm-hmm. we're going to need care yep. and we're going to need help. So you always have somebody. Yep. And, you know, when your practice is good and they always want to come back, like, so it makes you very mobile. And you've been doing yeah. that back and forth. Like you have an awesome kind of yeah. crew and then an Oklahoma City crew. Yeah, I have a really loyal, amazing clientele in Austin um, that's made me, you know, super lucky to be able to go out on my own. And then all I need is to throw my table in the car. And it's one of those amazing jobs where you get all kinds of people attracted to it because you can you can do it anywhere. Um, right. And not everyone even needs a table, which is what's kind of wild about it. If you really dig into massage and just the different modalities, um, some people just need a floor mat uh, or, yeah. you know, something to hang on from their ceiling. And it's like you work people anywhere. So, yeah, it's really uh, that's the artistry. Right? Diverse. That's yeah. Well, and you can constantly and- create within that realm. There's there's always new modalities popping up. There's so much to learn. It's almost overwhelming um, when you talk about people being a constant student. It's there's I will never be able to touch every modality in massage, especially when um, now there's a lot of up and coming therapists that are just breaking the mold and really changing what we've always known massage to be. So it's like any any sport, any industry. There's always the up and coming generation really trying to change yeah. everything. I'm super excited to get into some of the details about your style because you're a little Mm -hmm. bit different. But before we even get there, let's hear a little bit about your kind of background, how you got into this industry. Yeah. So, um, I, let's say I've been, I've been doing massage for three years, which sounds like a really short time. Um, but what I like to tell people, cause they're always a little surprised to hear that. Uh, my mom was a deep tissue massage therapist and Reiki healer. Um, she did that for, I want to say 20, three years before she retired. And so I grew up, um, having it almost forced upon me, um, to the point where I, I remember her saying when I was graduating high school and I was going to go to college and I was just kind of, I don't know what I want to do. I like couldn't really commit to anything. And she said, go to massage school. It'll be the best thing you ever do for yourself. Just go. You can use it at any time. And I refused, uh, because I didn't want to be my mom. I was like, Oh, I don't want to follow in your footsteps. Like I want to be my own person. Um, and it wasn't until, um, you know, three years ago, went through a big, uh, just life transformation, left my corporate job, office job that was so well paying. And I remember when I said, no, I'm leaving this and I'm going to massage school. And they said, you're crazy. This is the type of career you retire in. And, you know, they try to tell you every reason you shouldn't do it. Um, and so, yeah, ended up, I don't know what it was. I went through, I got sober and, um, just was like, I want to do something that really helps people and why not start with massage? And I was boxing at the time and I thought, Oh, I'll just use this while I go start coaching people and getting more into the world of boxing and, um, started it. And I just thought, why did I wait this long to do this? It's the most rewarding thing I've ever done in my life. I mean, truly. I could kind of second that because, um, that's, it has been something I've thought about a lot. So I, I really have, without the body workers, the body artists, like <laughs> the people who have been around me, um, I wouldn't even be still like put together yeah. for sure. I mean, but I, it was something I definitely thought about in that in that same sense. Is like really on an, an energy level of being able to to help people. Yep, it's very deep with that. But it and it's. Um 
it's not something everyone can do, right? Like, I mean, right. a million people can go into it, uh, but to really find people who really have that calling outside of money, um, which we all need money, got to live, but so I'm not knocking anyone for that. Um, but to really just get the satisfaction out of it and to truly be amazed by your craft, right? Uh, it takes a whole, I mean, you don't come across a lot of people in a lot of industries who are just that, but that's like no, kind of, that's what they're meant to do. Yeah, that's that interesting thing in any skill-based thing mm-hmm. is there are these real artists and real practitioners and mm-hmm. then there are a ton that are just in the field. Yep. As we were just talking about with the personal training. Yep. It's like, man, there are people out there that can that can train and mm-hmm. really help people. Right. I mean, there's a lot of people that are just kind of following the book. Well, yeah, you go by the book and... Doesn't matter how long if, you've been certified. If I followed... Every little thing I had learned in massage school, I mean, and I will just say I left massage school terrified <laughs> to touch someone yeah. uh, the way that they make it. You can't hurt anybody. And if they're in pain, oh, my gosh, you better back off. And um, you don't I'll just say it wasn't recommended to do the type of work that I'm doing today. Well, so that that, that brings <laughs> us to kind of what you do today. And, yes. I, and I love <laughs> you just had a perfect segue there because. You said, okay, that you go to massage school and they tell you don't hurt people. If somebody says it hurts, you (laughs) should back off. Yep. Um, But then you literally name your company Hurtcraft Hurtcraft Deep Tissue. So (laughs) I guess give us some insight then into what it is that you do and how that maybe is a little bit different than Mm -hmm. more traditional styles of massage. Almond raw. Amon Ra style massage, right which actually that music is perfect to it massage is. to, but it in the is. way that I almost get too intense when I'm mm-hmm. massaging to that music. So I got to back off. Um, yeah. So this method um, that I learned is specific to Austin, Texas. There's a woman there who owns a business called Austin Deep. Uh, I was lucky enough to go work there straight out of massage school Um and I'm just going to shout out my mentor, Mari Diaz. She trained all of the Austin Deep therapists. She's just this wonderful woman. But this method particularly is like deep tissue on steroids. It's, you know, you think you've had deep tissue until you've had this work done. It was kind of like our favorite thing when someone was a new client. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've had deep tissue before. And I don't know how many people I had get off the table and say, I have never had deep tissue before. Oh, my God. Um, you know, maybe they've had deeper pressure. Um, but this is... Uh, a routine that was put together with a physical therapist in Austin, Texas named Mark Hernandez. Um, he is one of the top in his field and he, a long time ago, I mean, this is 18, 20 years ago, he helped her, um, develop this routine specific to the type of work he was seeing and treating with his patients and how could massage really benefit, um, physical therapy patients and, And so it just kind of melded together into this perfect, unique method practice that today, like I'm in Austin, Texas, it's like they're the bad kids of massage, you know, like that's, it's just too painful. And so many old school therapists are kind of like, oh, it shouldn't, shouldn't be like that. You shouldn't leave those marks on your clients. You shouldn't just so many shouldn't. And, um, a lot of talk. Yeah, absolutely. And so And even, you know what, when I was working for them, I was a, you shouldn't be going that deep, uh, because I, I took it kind of a little level further and maybe that's just, I went into massage with, I want 
the athletic side of massage. I, I can't stand the energy work personally. It's, you know, it doesn't fit my personality, doesn't fit, um, just where I can relax and where I find the most benefit. And so, so you were looking more for like you, the yin, we always talk about like the yin and the yang yeah. of everything, the balance you needed the harder side, the yep. craft side. Yeah. And you know what? There are other way more wonderful qualified people out there to, to help your, to baby you and coddle right. you yeah, and, you just, Oh, let me help you feel good. And I said, well, I'm going to leave that to them. Like your art. here's, this is what I'm good at. I love my clients with like, and they know it. Like I love, love them. Um, but I'm going to make you suffer a little bit for the greater good. So, so yeah. tell us a little bit about that, that process then what, when you're talking about, this is like true deep mm-hmm. tissue, um, for those of us that maybe haven't experienced that, give us right. a little, uh, scare, scare us a little bit. What yeah. is that? <laughs> so, uh, with this deeper, deep tissue, I even I hate calling it even deep tissue. I just say deep tissue therapies because it's, you know, the best way to really describe it, but it's, it's so much more than massage. Um, we're really focusing more on how everything is connected following tension lines. Um, we're going to focus on layers with your fascia. So many people don't truly understand how their fascia is coming into play with, um, you know, we all think like, Oh, I've got this knot in my shoulder, but do you really know what that knot in your shoulder is? There's a layer, your connective tissue, your fascia on top of that, that is this, amazing, um, self-lubricating, just no rhyme or reason connective tissue that will get stuck. And when it gets stuck, that's holding your muscle fiber in place. Um, and it's supposed to be gliding and moving. And when that stops, um, self-lubricating, you're going to get stuck. And that's a whole other layer that has to be broken in its own way. Um, you think of a traditional Swedish massage, you're going to go in, uh, the table's going to be raised up. It's going to be, you know, low lights and, and they'll put some pressure on you and it's maybe going to feel good. But I mean, how many times has someone gotten off that table and thought, Oh, I feel really great today. But then tomorrow, all of a sudden that same spot comes back and it's even worse than before. What happened is you woke up those tension lines around it. You brought awareness to your body to where it was hurting, but you did nothing to really get in there and break. Um, and it's so much more, it's, it's really just feeling through, feeling through these adhesions, feeling through these tension lines and it's never just where it hurts. And and so I'm going to go in, I'm going to find those trigger points. Uh, trigger point therapy is its own beast of people think it's just the pressure itself. I really don't need to be putting pressure. You just need to know exactly where to push and where it's upset. And that'll alleviate, multiple areas just from that one trigger point. Right. You're kind of like the dynamite. Yeah. You got to like, got to demo shit mm-hmm. at the deepest of levels. Yeah. And then correct it. Ultimate change. Yeah, exactly. Over time. Yes. And we're good about calling massage, massage. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, we need to be more aware and um, conscious of like what we need, right. what our bodies are, are asking us in the type of therapy. Yes. And that's, um, uh, so one well, and, and just to that, it's not for every body, right? Not every person needs this total destruction. Let's start at ground zero and build you back up. Um, some, you know, some people do it because they like it, but they're not really getting the true benefit that they're, that's needed. Um, there does come a point where, Hey, maybe I'm not the person for you and you yeah. go find somebody else. And that's where all these other modalities come in. But this really truly is the, have you tried everything else? Let's break it 
and we're, yeah. I mean, I use those words, which again are no, no words in massage. Right. We're going to break it. We're going to tear it. We're going to, you know, destroy this tissue so that you can build it back up and it can realign itself how it should be. Have you ever, or like anybody out there that's like listening and hearing the term fascia and I urge you to just kind of do a quick Google search and maybe, I don't know what you'd say, like if you were to unwind your fascia, you know how long, I think I've, I've heard several different things, so I don't want to say, it's like people look it up, well, Google it. And to you also, you don't know how much is in your body. Out. It, it connects every single thing to uh-huh. every single thing. And then to start imagining that like a piece of string mm-hmm. and we tie knots and we, we know what happens like visually mm-hmm. on these processes. So we... You know, but that's, I, I mean, I'm talking going thousands upon thousands of miles. <laughs> yes. It's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. But, and with no, again, no rhyme or reason. No. So there's no one direction. If you go in to get a massage, especially say a Swedish, um, which I'm going to hate on that a lot. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you go in to get a Swedish massage. There's typically a routine to it. I'm not going to say that, that every person is like that, but most big industry massage, you go in, you get okay, one, two, three here, let me, oh, and we're going to effleurage and we're going to do all these things. And, and it's in a pattern and with no true, uh, artistry. There's a script that's been done. Yeah, there's the script. And so it it really is, there's, there's no, um, it's not unique to each client and what they need. When you really get into where these adhesions are laying, they hide, uh, which is really interesting for me. So when you go into get your body work done, uh, you know, make sure that person's exploring you, make sure that they're actually checking every direction. Cause you can, yeah. you can go one way and say, Oh yeah, that feels great. I'm just going to, okay, keep moving on. But I want to hit every single angle of that to make sure I truly felt out every problem area I can. Well, that's, I'm very critical of deep tissue massage probably mm-hmm. more than any other. So, and what I'm critical about is the practitioner hundred mm-hmm. percent. I've had a lot of people, I feel like even personal training guys, ex-athletes think they can be a strength coach easy. Yep. Um, and so I know a lot of people that have gotten in and they have done decent work with common people. And I say just, they've, yeah. they've done work with common people. Right. I could fool a hell of a lot of common yeah. people by just my massage getting experience. Yep. I've gotten a ton of body work and it's always deep tissue that I can know within minutes. Yeah if they have what I consider if they have knowledge or not. Right. And for you, I was very impressed at how you were finding the fascial lines in the, you know, just everything that I'm very, very aware of for over a decade now. Yep. I've been working with some therapists. I mean, I've been with basically three therapists in the last decade and you are another one that's, that's, we we haven't worked on it too much yet, but you are somebody where I was, Right away, like, okay, she knows exactly mm-hmm. where she's finding things. She knows her lines. She knows where things connect on opposite sides yep. of the body. You yeah. Know, and I appreciate and that because that's, I mean, it's my baby. It's what I love no, to do. And, yeah. and and it really, it's, uh, you have, I'll, if someone, your, your therapist especially does, cannot just get giddy about how f- amazing the human body is. And just like, I mean, I I can almost offend my clients that sometimes when they're complaining of their pain and I'm like, but isn't it cool that this is like your body keeping you alive and going? Like, how cool is that? And they're just like, they don't care. I'm in pain. Like help me. But I'm just, you know, when you really think of the intricacies of it all and how 
uh, it's just so much more than we've ever thought. You, your brain alone plays yeah. so much into your pain and what you're feeling in your muscles and where you're actually feeling it versus where the problem is. And that's why those tension lines and those fascia lines uh, um, are so important. Yeah. And if you have an inexperienced practitioner, they're only going to go by, okay, your shoulder hurts. Let me work that shoulder. But you didn't address the actual problem. So if yeah. they're not experienced in feeling where those pulls are coming from and where that's tight uh, and, and you're not, you're not feeling like you're getting that true explorative work. I, I mean, I just recommend getting up off the table. I just, I leave. <laughs> I, that sounds crazy, but I've had terrible work and mm -hmm. I, I've where it's that it's, it's almost worse days. You know, I've, yeah. I don't want to say I've been injured, but I have been affected multiple right. days later from terrible right. work. And well, and, and a good point you made with deep tissue is a lot of people think they can get into it because they think it's all about the pressure. Um, right. I know that I'm strong. I know that if I, you know, I have 185 pounds on a good day of, you know, body that I can put into you mm -hmm. plus probably some more if I can find a wall to push off of. So if I really needed to, I can, I can put my whole body weight in. That doesn't mean anything. Um, like people think it does. There's a lot of pressure seekers that want, um, they want to just feel like they're getting that good work. But when you really look at it, anyone can take their elbow and shove it down. Do they know what they're actually putting it into? Do they know that that pressure is actually necessary? Because that's another thing. Um, that tissue, if it doesn't want to break, there is a point you walk away or you're injuring someone. So it's more of an ego game with some therapists and some yeah. body workers where they just want to know that they're tough. And that's why deep tissue is kind of, it's a dangerous field for some practitioners to get into because they're not, you're not truly in it to, to read the tissue and see what's actually helping. You're just in it to prove that you're strong in the yeah. deepest of tissues. Just getting back to the passion towards things is what always drives me crazy. Mm -hmm. Like I love all arts and watching just somebody passionate yeah. and whatever they do, Yeah, you know? Um, so what are some common areas that you see people have a lot of dysfunction with? Like, cause you've, you've seen all different kinds of people, mm -hmm. people that, uh, maybe they're athletes that come in, maybe they're office workers, whatever you work on all different yeah. kinds, but what are some of the common threads when you see people coming in that you're frequently having to deal with and kind of, how do you assess oh my that? Gosh. Um, I would say always most common is going to be upper traps, um, yes. neck, Yes. And it's the desk work. It's the, and I, you know, I'm yeah. guilty of doing it too. We're also forward in our day. Um, it's the pecs being pulled forward, um, which then will affect that entire back chain. But a huge one actually is hips, um, which will affect the low back a lot. So I think hips and neck shoulders are the worst, but the problem there then lies that whole middle ground um, where they think, oh no, it's just my low back or it's just my, you know, where my shoulders are meeting my neck, just get in there. And, and it's hard for me because I want to listen to my client on the table, you know, your body best. And I, you know, I want them to feel like they're in control at the same time. Um, they need to be open yeah. to how it really is connected and trusting that I will work that issue out. If you let me follow a line through, um, but yeah, especially let's, let's talk upper body, right? Cause desk workers, uh, athletes working with these jujitsu guys, everything oh, is, man, let me shrug forward and just 
keep it all here in a ball. Um, and really a huge thing for me is you think it's in your back. You think it's your, your neck and your, your traps. And so everything is like, okay, well, I just need to work that out. But when I say, well, let's get your pecs open and they want to say, well, no, no, it's not my pecs. It's not my pecs. And I'm like, "Ah, okay, well, so here your, your pecs actually shorten and they pull it all forward. And then you have to really explain to people how these muscles connect. So when your pecs are pulling your shoulders forward and you're sitting at your desk and you're typing and you have that forward and, you know, up to your, your ears, And then you think those pecs alone have been doing all this work. They've been shortened. They're doing all this work, holding it in. And then you're losing just with strength and conditioning, you're losing that strength that your erectors and your traps have and your rhomboids to hold you back. And so you have to open those pecs, but then there comes that you're going to be uncomfortable in your back for a little bit while you need to re-strengthen those muscles and retrain them to do their job to hold you upright. So I think, when people think, oh, just rub my neck and shoulders out, and then they realize the work that's going to go into we want instant gratification. Instant. <laughs> we yes. would rather you rub my back and make that feel a little better for the time being, right? Than actually be educated and right. have to change habits mm-hmm. to make something right. better. Well, and and um, you know, veer off a little bit here, but with that instant gratification comes. Uh, personally, I'll say people will look at my prices and say, oh my gosh, I could never afford to do that as often as they think they would need to do it. Cause you'd think, okay, how many regular Swedish massages would I need to do to correct a major issue like that? And so they think, oh, I'm going to spend $75. I guess it's probably, I don't, I'm not really sure of the Oklahoma, uh, massage market, yeah. but I, I think it rounds about there 75, um, <coughs> for an hour session. And, uh, you think, you're, I mean, I can't even guess anymore because I haven't done Swedish in so long, but at least six or so consistent weekly sessions that you would need to, to truly make progress Yeah. versus because just the, the level of needing to break through, it's just, it's a slower process when you're not truly breaking, um, versus, you know, Hey, I can all but guarantee that in two sessions, you're already going to feel so much better. The first ones, let's break through this top layer that's been holding you. And then that second session is where the real change starts to come through. Yeah. Um, but it, it is, it's the instant gratification. It's the, uh, you know, they all want, everyone wants the fast food version of everything. Well, in, in that forbidden word, that, that word fix, mm-hmm. like I want you to fix me, but right. in reality, we need to help correct me right. together. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a team effort and I make it, very clear with my clients, which is another reason, um, the way I've named my company, the, the ideals that I hold, the way that I massage it, it will push people away. I mean, there's, there are going to be a lot of people that, that see this and even listening to this now might just be, Oh, that's just not for me. And that's the point. That's, that's the, if you are not putting in the effort, I don't, you know, I cannot help you. And, and why am, am I taxing myself to, to put that effort into you when the most change truly comes from people correcting their habits and their lifestyle. Cause it really is an overall mm. lifestyle change. You have Man. to change every aspect to look, really get the full benefit. Yes. Look at this. A massage therapist, thing. <laughs> the same thing, a body worker. <laughs> uh, but that that's, that's any art. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's the point that we always like try to make in a laughing matter with that is, we just need to relax and step back and like become aware that this is all kind of connected in its way. Yep. And, and 
yeah, if you're worried about prices, well then cool, go waste some money on something right. cheaper for a few times. Because in this short amount of time, you're very similar to me. We have a, a very interesting path in the sense that we, uh, you know, we both kind of got sober in our way away from addictions and stuff. Right. And we met people. And all of a sudden we're training world champions. Yeah. Yes. Like, <laughs> who cares about what these other people Don't you saying? just think that's... Your hands have been on some of the world's Best in the world. greatest grapplers. Don't you think that is insane sometimes? No, it's crazy. That people trust like it's the first thing i like i think i'm amazing like because i think you kind of have to in today's world you have you have to believe in yourself if you're if you have the like i have big goals and dreams for my business and massage and just um and i love it so much that i want other people to to understand and and even if it's not with me i want them to go find their person to help them because it really is it's a change at every level right but then i look at that and then i still yeah the people that i've worked on i'm like the fact that you let me do this to your body is insane to me it blows my mind every day i mean it it's like puts a lump in my throat right now i'm just like the fact that you trust that i know what i'm doing when i'm in there with my knuckle like yeah it's amazing. I no, think it's it, wonderful. It, it is. It's awesome to come like to see that come full circle and um, to be kind of connected in the group that we're connected with. Yeah. Because I think the thing I love about it the most is that we do have a little bit more conscious, aware type mm-hmm. of you know group. Everybody's right. trying to improve. Everybody's listening to one another. So when you or I get to start talking about lifestyle change, and especially even after the pandemic. Like there's a lot more people really listening and there's a lot more people applying more effort towards becoming healthier. Yes. I said, I see, I crap. I shit on everybody all the time um, (laughs) for not doing stuff. But it's, I'm just joking around. I'm just trying to, I'm more so trying to keep myself going because I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, Well, and that's, um, I'm not, uh, I'm not perfect either. And I try to explain that to my clients. So when I'm sitting here saying, you know, what the hell are you doing? I told you last week, drink more water. Why didn't you do it? Yeah. Sometimes I say that stuff out loud because I need to hear it too. And, and I can relate to them on that level of, I get the work that you guys get done, you know, and Austin, I have my therapists that are doing the similar method in their own way. Um, and I have to remind, I have them yelling at me. Why didn't you drink your water this week? Why, why aren't your body mechanics better? Um, just the constant, I'm going to treat you the way that I need to be, to hear it. You know, I'm, I'm going to give you the same advice that I know I need to take. And I'm walking in that along with you because I think, again, there are a lot of practitioners, doctors, physical therapists, everyone that love to give the advice, but they're not going to try to follow it. Um, and it's, you know, we're all in it together. We're all trying to be better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh We can all. Always do a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Uh, do as I say, not as I do sometimes. Exactly. Right? <laughs> so what are, you know, you, you just mentioned, I told you to drink more water. What are some things that you like to see clients do outside of the therapy that when they are, like you're talking about how, you know, this is something that you you help break down that tissue so that they can then go rebuild it. Right. You just mentioned drink more water. What are some of these things that you would really love to see all your clients doing outside so, of the therapy. This actually is just very weirdly perfect for you guys, but corrective exercise and strength training are the two biggest things. And and I say corrective exercise more than stretching. Um, true corrective exercise and mobility work is what I want to see my clients 
using. Um, I have for myself, I just have some like Instagram PT accounts that I'll typically send out to them and just say, here's what I'm talking about. You know, I'll show them a couple before they leave, but I really want them to find what's going to work best for how their body is moving every day. But I think people really don't, we don't think about how much, how forward we are all day, how stuck we can be at our desks, how much we're not moving around. And you think one hour of exercise is truly like, okay, well I go for a run for an hour and you think that was enough movement for your day. Um, you know, I don't necessarily say they have to be in the gym for five, six hours, but waking up and having just a mobility routine more so than just these static stretches that everyone likes to do for five minutes. And we pretend that it's really helping us and actually doing something when everything else we do is so forward and stuck, um, counteracting these built up over, you know, I have clients in their fifties and I'm telling them that's 50 years of your body being pulled into this position and you think five minutes of, okay, one hand yeah. over, one hand over is going to change it. I'm glad you said that. That's exactly what I was sitting here thinking. It's just like, man, this is, this is time. Mm-hmm. It's, it takes time and it takes work. Um, and I would, the one thing I think that's kind of interesting, like if somebody knows you or knows me or has somebody like the two of us around them that may be listening, I think the most beneficial thing is to truly create a team like you and I have multiple people, people that use you and the people that come into here and train with us. Yep. I'm telling those people right now, like we love this. So we would love to sit down and give you a double perspective on how you can take your work and what you really need to do in the gym. And you can hear it firsthand Yep. and you can see exactly what we're thinking Yep. because Everybody just runs around. We get too disconnected. We have our massage therapist. We have our our strength coach. And most of these strength coaches are facilitating with exercise that is further putting us forward shoulders, bad hips, because now we're playing around with exercise instead of training. So, Yes. And and that's the intention behind it all. The intention is the most important. Um, My intention when I'm working with people, I I make it known In, in any my biggest belief, and if any of my clients ever listen to this, they're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. I tell people on the table all the time, you need to ask your practitioners what their intention is behind, you know, if you're going to go to a physical therapist, and again, I fully believe in physical therapy. I even believe in chiropractic work uh, from the right chiropractors. It's what is their intention? My intention for my clients is to see you less. I want you working with a team of people that help correct your posture and correct, you know, I'm here to manage your pain, to break apart your tissues, um, to help you in that way. I want to get you on a maintenance schedule. I don't need to see you more. And just going back to what you said in the beginning, there are so many hurt people in this world. I could there it's every therapist ever, um, could never, we could never touch them all. There just aren't enough good, massage therapists alone in the world to, to really help everybody, which is why I think it's really important that if I'm not someone's person, I need to, to let them know, I don't think I'm the therapist for you. You need to find someone else. And you know what, that I only have two hands that makes room for someone else who truly does need my work. And if you have a practitioner that doesn't have the right intention in healing you and helping you become better. And, you know, I don't want to say fix, but become better 
and you don't have that team working together to get you there because when they leave me and they're going to come see you, you need to be on the same wavelength of we're correcting. Yeah. There's already too big of a disconnect. Um, and it's what I've kind of like noticed and just sitting here thinking about it now, by the time they go see you, they come see me, the disconnect of like getting the point across of how Mm -hmm. important posture position of everything they do inside the gym becomes that much more. They'll hear from me, but they hear from me all the time. Right. To whereas if somebody is already investing that money, invest that money, sit down with like the two of us, let's say, and ask the, the true intention. Yep. Like you're saying the the why and the reasons, and you kind of talk about your craft and what you're doing with them. And I talk about how I can employ um, certain exercises, certain positions, mm-hmm. certain movement, and find some sort of practice. And together, we nod our heads and we educate this person. And right. we're like, look, when that happens, people are invested into the relationship of the teaching. Mm-hmm. I think they just get so much more out of it. But when we bounce from place to place yep. and person to person, we just kind of get back into that everyday real world thing. And it's well, and you see how much progress you can make when it's uh, like the one team, one dream. But really, when you are surrounded by people whose all of their goals align with making you better and more mobile instead of I'm going to go to see uh, like for you, a generic trainer who can tell me to do 500 you know, put this booty band on and do 500 squats over here, but I'm not really going to watch the way you do it. Well, how is that actually helping your hips and your low back? And how are you correcting? Because that's another big thing that, you know, people don't realize that we're working with when we're breaking down this tissue, the way I'll just even say the way I'm sitting right now and I'll do it too. I cross my legs. Yeah. But let's, let's talk about how when I cross my legs like this, I'm shifting my hips. Um, And over time when people are sitting at their desk, and they're putting one leg under or crossing their hips. They're not realizing how they're making that shift. And that tissue over time will harden and pull one hip higher. And then suddenly, oh, I have this low back pain. I have this, this issue here, my piriformis. You know, well, they don't know it's their piriformis. But I'm thinking, oh, your piriformis has been, you know, pulled on one side and shortened on the other side. And there's just like a whole lot that goes into it. So when I'm saying... I'm saying, put your feet on the ground. I want to, but I'm, you know, I'm also talking to them about their whole day. So I want to find out, I don't like for people to zone out during my massage. I want to talk to you and I want to find out what are you doing during your day? They say my hips hurt. Okay. Well, how do you sit at your desk? How, you know, what are you doing when you go to train? Are you just booty band 500 squats with as much weight as you can handle, not having anybody watch you, um, which isn't in my opinion, helping anything, but it, it really is. They don't even know they're not even in their body enough sometimes. And I think our job a lot of the time is to give them that advice. They don't want to hear because it's not as cool as they think it's going to be. Um, it's not going to look as cool. It's not going to look snazzy. It really is down to the basics of you are just going to have to be boring, seated, straight, do your proper exercises. You don't need to be there for five hours, go home, live your life sit up straight, put your feet on your ground. You know, (laughs) it's, uh, but what's really fun is, is kind of bringing people into that body awareness and then realizing from there when it's almost annoying sometimes, right? You become so aware of your body that you, then you have no excuse to, to slouch and to have that bad posture and that bad form. And Jeff, it's almost like 
we could both talk about things that everybody could do without actually us doing anything, even you not putting your hands mm-hmm. on them, and they could get better results. Yeah. <laughs> we were just having this conversation yeah. earlier. Um, that, that is... That is, I mean, that's so true. It's like, that's where we are in understanding fitness and health now. And it's just like, look, man, 99% mm-hmm. of the stuff happens outside of these, right. these walls. So it's yeah. a lot bigger. I get an hour, hour and a half with most people. And I try to do a lot of follow-ups with them yeah. just to make sure, you know, you're on the table and I'm tearing stuff apart. And a lot of the time they're only half hearing me, but, and I, I, I've kind of forced my clients to talk with me because let's bring that awareness. But when they leave, it's like, I've had people come back to me and say, Oh my God, it's amazing. It felt so much better. But now this thing that's never bothered me before. And it almost is worrisome to them because they're thinking, Oh, well you messed something up because yeah, you fixed what was hurting up here, but now I feel it down here. And to have to explain to people how it's all really connected and and I have clients that I tell them here, you know, here's my number, text me at any time. You have a question. I would rather you come to me, especially for that. Don't, I don't want people thinking something's wrong. And I, I spend a lot of my free time, just ask Dallas, uh, way more on my phone than I ever used to be because I, I want to be accessible. It, it's more than just the massage. It goes outside of that. It's, I want to be here to make sure your questions are answered and that if we're halfway through to your next appointment and you're like, oh my gosh, this is killing me. What can I do now? reach out. There's probably an easy fix. You don't have to suffer just until yeah. my hands are on you. You can do a lot yourself. Yeah. I'm here to reach the tissue you can't get. That's Man. it. So we want to connect this to you to kind of what Luke has built with, with green strength. And for those that haven't necessarily heard the green strength pillars yet, go back and listen to episode one. We talk about those three pillars, but you know, the three pillars are eat real food, mm-hmm. healthy daily movement, and breath work and being, being present, those kinds of things. So those are kind of the three pillars. And so we were kind of wanted to see from your perspective, your clients that tend to stick to those kinds of principles, eating well, moving well, breathing well, right. Do they tend to react better to the therapy? Do you see them less? I mean, I, I think I know what the answer is going to be yeah. here, but I, I want to hear you talk so, about your experience yes. and, and maybe how noticeable it is. I mean, do, right. you, do you find that to be a pretty profound difference? Yes, absolutely. So, um, eating real foods, hydrating yourself properly, um, proper movement, not just the five minute stretches, but the mobility and the corrective exercise work. Um, you, people think they can get away with lying to their practitioners about those kind of things, but anyone really in tuned, um, to how that tissue is supposed to feel. Uh, and let's, you know, go back to fascia. Um, fascia can get so thick and stuck just with your food choices and your hydration alone. Let's take movement out of it. If you are eating trash food all the time and not hydrating yourself properly, it doesn't matter how much movement you do. That fascia is just not, you're not feeding your tissues the right, they're just, they're not hydrating. There's nothing there for them to lubricate themselves and move the proper nutrients aren't going into it. So that alone, I can really tell when someone is on my table and has a really poor diet and really, um, it just isn't hydrating. I can work on clients and they'll try to pretend, Oh yeah, I drank my water this last week. And then I'll feel them and say, doesn't feel like you did. And they're like, Oh yeah, you're right. I was actually out drinking with, with by the pool all, all weekend. And I try, I got two glasses of water in and it's like, yeah, that sounds a lot 
better. But they'll, you know, it's almost they try to test me. Like, they're going to say, oh, yeah, I hydrate. And I'll say, oh, right, I feel it. Yeah, you feel good. Like, no. some In some weeks, you know, I think everyone, it's, you don't want to get scolded. and But I try to remind them I do it out of love. It's because, again, when we go back to it's the things we need to hear, too. But, um, yeah, nutrition, hydration absolutely affects the way the tissue feels. It's going to affect the way that your muscles respond. And, and more than anything, if you're not hydrated after this massage, particularly deep tissue work of any kind, uh, flu-like symptoms can come in. Um, you're going to be extra achy. And with my work, the first, I always say first time's the worst time. Um, we're breaking <coughs> through layers that typically are not touched in, in other types of modalities, but if you can get through that first time, that's when the tissue really starts healing. But if it's not properly fed and hydrated, how is it going to fix itself? Man, I told you this story, but it's one of my favorite stories. I was really out of my element. I was at uh, OU Health Science Center and there was a big um, physical therapy deal where there was like you know, almost 60, 70 people in the room. And then they were telecasting mm-hmm. to about 60, 70 of them in, uh, in Tulsa. And there was all these different presentations. I was going to do a presentation on kettlebells. Um, there's a whole story down that. That's kind of funny, but that's another, another day. <laughs> there was a guy that was talking about a physical therapist that was doing a presentation on, on dry needling. Mm-hmm. And I started looking around the room, and I noticed that pretty much everybody in the room had some – they just didn't have a water. It wasn't like a plain water. Everybody had something. Mm-hmm. So I also look around the room, and I'm thinking, I'm like, Man, everybody's sitting. We're in a big physical therapy room. There's Mm -hmm. stability balls, all this stuff. But everybody was sitting for hours. And there's lots of presentations Mm -hmm. going on. And then, of course, I look around and I see people like hunched over, not breathing correctly, eating eating shit food and stuff like that. But that doesn't, none of that matters. It was more so like painting. I was seeing what the room was. And the room was physical therapist and students and the room was the majority of the industry out there. Right. It was a great presentation, but I asked one question and I, I asked him, I said, being that fascia is typically almost 70% water. Right. Do you see a huge correlation in the difference of people like that, you know, are really staying hydrated and taking care of themselves and that are people that are, you know, m- kind of following more of a, a Western diet or American diet. And he really, he, he said, no, like, and I, I get what he was saying. He wasn't saying like, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. But really what I kind of got out of that and I kind of noticed with him is the context of him. He's not even that aware of that stuff. Like he's just been studying and learning right. and going so far down the rabbit hole that he's completely lost sight of like, yo, man, we need to change everything that's going on in this room. Right. Like, we can swing some, you know, we got small hinges to change in here. They're going to swing big doors and we're looking way down the line. Which is again, why I say people need to be so critical of their practitioners of all kinds. Um, it is one thing to be able to study and read it in a book and, and put that in your head and, and know it. It's another thing to live it and to feel it and to physically feel the change that that can have. If you're reading about fascia, it, I mean, it's, it's very interesting. And again, I encourage people to look it up, especially with what you're talking about. If you watch videos of moving fascia, it's yeah. really interesting. You can see the fluid dripping off of it because it self lubricates itself. So you see that synovial fluid just yeah. all over it. 
And you can also see when it gets stuck, how it's like dry, think of like dry planter soil. It's just, it's, it's just there. And if you, you need to hydrate it and it takes time for that blood and fluid to, it holds on to needles more. Mm -hmm. They have different release tensions and stuff. Yeah. But that just shows me that's again, you, you can easily find a lot of people who they can study it. They can, you know, they can know it, but to truly feel it and, 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 it's, it's a different ball game. It's there's a passion and there's a, there's a yeah. science, <laughs> but for the most part, you know, kind of like with what we were talking about before, for the most part, if people are conscious of their breath mm-hmm. a little bit more and are really like try to have a breath practice oh my gosh. or definitely yeah. conscious of their breath in the therapy session. Right. Um, and the pillar of, of mindful mm-hmm. movement every day is not mindful, just moving around hardcore exercise. Right. It is mindful moving. Right. I mean, you've got to be thinking, let me get my shoulders back. Mm-hmm. Let me get into good posture. Um, and then feeding fascia and the living organism right. that is your body, hydrating it. Well, that yeah. And let's talk about breath for a second because hold your breath. You have to tense a lot of muscles to hold that in. Um, and I think that's another thing people don't think of all the little ways. And again, I come in to really bring people aware of, Oh, I don't clench my jaw, but okay, well, do you suck your tongue to the top of your mouth? Because your tongue is a muscle and it, it involves more all of you know your SCM and all these other muscles get involved in holding that tongue to the top of your mouth. And so you think when you're holding your breath or not breathing properly or taking these shallow breaths, like people, you know, they're not yeah. really connecting the process. Uh, right. And that's, I think the important part is to really slow down and be intentional about what your body's doing so that you can realize how it's affecting other parts of your body. Yeah. Right. I mean, and breath is a big one. I, I tell people all the time, breathe, breathe. And I'm kind of start slapping around and let that go and breathe, take another deep breath. And I, I make people exaggerate their exhales, which sounds ridiculous. They feel like they're like in a Lamaze class or something. But when you're exaggerating that exhale and taking these deep breaths in, you don't, you naturally, your body will let go. I mean, it's a signal for your body to relax and let that tension fall. And that's breath is, is huge physiological change Mm -hmm. that happens. Yeah. Well, we've been through a lot. We are uh, running out of time here, but do (laughs) want to give you an opportunity uh, for a couple things. Mm -hmm. One, just some closing advice for all of our listeners out there. Uh, But we also want to give you an opportunity to tell everybody how they can find you on social media, website, whatever it is that you want people so they can come find you and, and connect with Hurtcraft. Um, my biggest advice, let's start with that. Biggest advice is, um, don't let any one, let's bring it to massage. Any one massage therapist tell you that they can fix you. Um, ask questions at any time. If you want to know what your therapist is doing, if you want to know why they're doing it, what their goal is in that, uh, moment, ask, um, they're there to, to help bring awareness to your body. And, and we should all be educated. I would really hope that if someone is touching you that way, they truly know what they're touching underneath. Um, it's your care. And, and if they can't do that for you, like, please find someone else and don't be afraid to leave practitioners in general. Find, you know, like we were talking about earlier, the find your team, like really go find your team and find the one goal that you want to work on. And, and stick to that because you're, you're going to find every advice out there, but it's really, truly unique to what you're trying to accomplish. 
Um, and there are more than enough people in the world who have more than enough ways to get to that same result. It's just what can you stick to and, and um, what do you feel comfortable with? Yeah. I mean, and I do have one question real fast for you, um, just out of curiosity. You've done different styles of exercise. You've been boxing mm-hmm. and you've done some powerlifting or wanted to get into powerlifting yep. and stuff. Yep, did some powerlifting. Um, Played basketball, swim team. In kind of a quick sense, like what does exercise mean to you? What does it do for you? Um, for me, and I mean, this has changed uh, over the years, but I will say at this point in my life, it's it's about strength, um, feeling strong, uh, feeling when you realize when your muscles are truly strong, how much that keeps your body going and really feeds the whole process of what your body does for recovery. Um, strength will for me now always be my focus. But, um, and I, I really encourage people to focus more on range of motion and strength. Um, that's kind of what I was about to ask you with that. Like, do you find with strength being your, your, your goal now, do mm-hmm. you, you being a therapist and with your experience, do you start to have to check like yourself? That oh, the, absolutely. Hey, I've gone too far. I need yep. to kind of find that balance. And in I myself. think that's hard. I, uh, just especially, you know, growing up in sports, I've always just wanted to be the best. And I have to kind of realize like, maybe I'll leave that for the younger kids. Like I'm, yeah. I want to be strong, but I don't need to be the strongest be um, because I need, yeah, it needs to be intentional. I don't need to suddenly be ripped in three months. It's a, it's the journey of um, being strong and it's not about looking jacked. It's about actually being able to continue to do my work. Um, yeah. And yeah, you know, lift heavy weights, it makes you feel good and that's right. great. But if it's not functional for the rest of your life, is it really important to have those giant, huge muscles? And does that equate strength? I don't honestly think so. So many people have opinions and their own things mm-hmm. that they enjoy. What we ask is that everybody finds something they enjoy that they can do with passion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really urge everybody out there uh, to, if, if you are just need body work, want to experience, um, a different style of body work. I would definitely, I can't recommend you enough. You Thank become you. part of the team. Thanks. I look forward to, you know, like working with you in the gym and then yeah. working alongside and, and mm-hmm. helping fix some of my own ailments yeah. that are self-induced hey, by my own too. actions. I, body work is no joke. It, it takes it out of me too. Yeah. And so I, again, I have to be mindful of my strength and my movement. And like everyone else, I go through periods of, of, forgetting and you just focus on, Oh, I just got to get through this. And, um, yeah, it's always, again, nice to have the team of people that, that you can trade knowledge and for sure. Yeah. Well, Naomi, how can people find you right now? You can find me, uh, I'm horrible with social media, but I have an Instagram it's hurtcraft deep tissue. Um, and for now I'm staying pretty small referral only, but once I'm settled in Oklahoma, I'll have a website up and all of that ready, but all of that'll be put out through my Instagram hurtcraft deep tissue. So there you go. Go follow Naomi, Naomi hurtcraft deep tissue on Instagram coach. Where can they find you? You can find me at green strength IV on the Instagram or the website, greenstrengthhq.com. And, uh, Thank you very much. We'll have you on again. And we'll just talk I appreciate it. Yes, Amon Ra, Chelsea Wolf. <laughs> and we'll turn it into a music podcast. Yeah, Dallas is going to be really jealous. That's where he wants to be on the, on the podcast talking about it. All right. All right. <laughs>
already had those thoughts. <laughs> yeah. So. You have to educate me because uh, you'll love different, it I, or he'll yeah. hate it. I don't know. We'll see. we'll see. So we'll get exposed to it first and then we'll yes. decide. So yeah. uh, that's how it goes. But yeah. man, we thank you guys so much for joining us for another week on the Green Strength Podcast. Uh, we're going to keep bringing in more guests and keep hitting you with new content. We hope you get so much out of this. Again, go connect with Naomi and Coach Luke on Instagram. Check out uh, the website, all those kinds of things, and join us back here next Thursday for another episode of the Green String Podcast, where we're going to keep moving forward, keep getting our bodies healthy, whether that's through deep tissue therapy, corrective exercise, healthy movement, eating real food. We're going to do all those things. And so we'll see you next Thursday for some more of that right here on the Green String Podcast. Green